Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Welcome, everyone, to Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser, your host today, coming at you from the mothership right here in the Fargo studio between the railroad tracks and the cathedral in the Meadowlark building. Look for the big yellow Meadowlark on the east side, I guess it would be. Have a great show for you today. We have a Deacon Mark Creechy in studio today going to, we're going to pray his... Uh, uh, Stations of the Cross, the way of mercy uh, that uh, the Holy Spirit sent to him. He's been on a little earlier, uh, March 31st and April 8th, uh, explaining uh, these stations. We're actually going to pray them today. Welcome, Deacon Mark, to the studio and to the show. Well, thank you, Tim, and, and thank you to all the listeners um, online with us and over the airways with us today as we pray these Stations of the Cross. And so let us begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Way of Mercy, a reflection on the corporal and spiritual works of mercy while praying the Stations of the Cross. Heavenly Father, as we prepare to walk with your Son, our Lord, on the way of the cross, may our hearts be open to the mercy of Jesus. May we always reflect his love and mercy in the world to everyone we meet. We pray that these Stations of the Cross will lead us to share corporal and spiritual works of mercy with others as missionary disciples of Jesus Christ. The first station, Pilate condemns Jesus to death. Instruct others about the faith. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you. Because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. Pilate does not know Jesus or why the leaders and the people call for his death. He asks Jesus about his message, but is not open to hearing the truth of what our Lord instructs. Swept up by the need to calm the crowds and move things along in his day, Pilate condemns Jesus to death on the cross. Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. Help me to instruct others in the way of the gospel. O Lord, guide me to deepen my understanding of the truth of the gospel and the guidance of Holy Mother Church towards the fullness of life in your kingdom. Help me to learn more about you, follow you, and to lead others to you, the Word made flesh. May we always be merciful with others as we share with them our faith. In Jesus Christ. The second station, Jesus accepts his, his cross. Bear wrongs patiently. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you. Because by your holy cross, you have redeemed the world. Jesus carries the cross that is placed upon his shoulders. It is unjust that he is condemned to die upon this cross. But he accepts the cross as an act of love for all people. The cross is heavy. It is a burden. It causes pain. 
it will be the source of even more pain when Jesus is nailed to it. Still, even though he has the power to do away with the cross, Jesus carries the cross for the sake of our redemption. Jesus, may I be like you and be willing to accept the crosses that I will have to endure. When others say something cruel about me, when they insult me, when they frustrate me, when they become angry with me, may I accept my cross and reflect the love you showed as you carried yours. May I patiently and lovingly bear the wrongs of others as you did when you carried the cross upon which you died. May we find strength in the mercy of Jesus to reject all bitterness and resentment when others do wrong against us. The third station, Jesus falls for the first time. Give drink to the thirsty. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. Jesus has been scourged. He is bleeding from his wounds and now is carrying the heavy cross under the heat of the sun. He is tired, but no one gives him rest. He is bleeding, but no one cares for his wounds. He is thirsty, but no one offers him water. He falls under the weight of the cross and the weight of our sins. Jesus, may I recognize those who have needs in this world that are not being met. May I give drink to the thirsty and understand that many do not have access to clean water. May I give assistance to others when they fall down under the weight of the burdens of this world. Rather than waiting to be asked, help me to seek out those who are burdened in life, and may I help them by lifting their cross from their shoulders. May we recognize the needs of others and be ready to help them, reflecting the mercy of Jesus to them. The fourth station, Jesus meets his mother. Comfort the sorrowful. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. Mary is waiting for her son. She knows he is on the way to his death, and she follows him to Calvary. A mother should not have to bury her child, but just as when she gave her yes at the Annunciation, she now knows that thy will be done. Jesus sees her and comforts her sorrow, though he knows that sorrow will remain in her heart. Jesus, as you did for your mother, may you guide me to comfort the sorrowful. When someone is sorrowful because of a death in their family or among their friends, show me how to comfort them. When someone is sorrowful because of a loss of a friendship, or co-worker, show me how to comfort them. When someone is sorrowful because of the loss of health, income, prosperity, or position, show me how to comfort them. May we reach out to others who have suffered a loss 
showing them the merciful love of Jesus. The fifth station, Simon of Cyrene helps Jesus carry the cross. Visit the prisoners. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you. Because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. Perhaps to keep the procession to Calvary moving along, the Romans enlisted Simon to carry the cross of Christ. Why should Simon have to get involved with this obvious criminal on his way to execution? You could understand if Simon expected that this man was getting the punishment he deserves. Yet our tradition teaches that Simon was moved by this experience, that he was touched by this encounter. He was called to help a prisoner, and his life was transformed through an act of mercy. Jesus, you were a prisoner condemned to death. May I show prisoners the mercy I wished you were shown on the way of the cross. May I help those in jail or those who have been released to carry their cross. Guide me so that I may show mercy to prisoners. Love those who have been released. And understanding for all those whose life have been impacted by crime. Help me also to share your mercy with those imprisoned by hatred, bigotry, self-centeredness, and vanity. May we see in prisoners the dignity endowed in them through their creation in the image and likeness of God. The sixth station. Veronica wipes the face of Jesus. Visit the sick. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you. Because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. Jesus' body is sweaty, bleeding, tired. Veronica recognizes his suffering and seeks to give him comfort. She has no bandages or balm for his wounds. She cannot spend much time caring for Jesus because the guards will chase her away. So she cares for the wounded body of Jesus with the wipe of his face. And this act of mercy is rewarded with an everlasting image of Christ on the cloth. Jesus, just as you were comforted by Veronica, may I comfort those whose bodies are afflicted with illness and disease. May I show your mercy to those who are sick with cancer, diabetes, heart conditions, broken limbs, and all other illnesses of the body. May I show your mercy to those who are living with depression, anxiety, addictions, and all other mental illnesses. Guide me when I visit those in hospitals or long-term care, as well as the homebound, so that I may provide comfort to the sick. May we see Christ in all those who suffer from physical or mental illness, so that, as we visit the sick, we make God's love and mercy known. The seventh station, Jesus falls for the second time. Shelter the homeless. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you. Because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. Even after the help of Simon, Jesus stumbles again. 
He has not fully recovered his strength, and the weight is too much to bear. Jesus falls again and must pick himself up from the ground while still lifting the cross. Did his guards think he was faking weakness to get help? Did the people wonder why, once again, he would, could not carry the weight of his burden? Did they all wonder if Jesus was just weak of body and character? Jesus, you teach us to love one another. When I encounter those who need help in this world, may I react out of love and help them to pick up their cross. Many need assistance in finding shelter, in maintaining their house, in remaining in their home. When others need shelter, may I not judge them, but show them mercy. When the poor or the new immigrant need blankets, paint for their walls, a crib for a new baby, may I be generous and show them your mercy. May we respond to Jesus' call to love our neighbor and support and sustain the homes of those in need and shelter those who need a place to stay. The Eighth Station. Jesus speaks to the women of Jerusalem. Counsel the doubtful. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you. Because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. The women of Jerusalem brought their children to see Jesus, who treated them with great love. The women weep and wonder why Jesus, so good and loving, is being treated this way. But Jesus calls on the women to not weep for him, but for their children. He sees a day when children and adults will doubt their faith and move away from God. The women mourn his approaching death. Jesus laments the destruction of Jerusalem and the scattering of the people. Jesus, you counseled the women of Jerusalem to be concerned for their children. May I be concerned for my brothers and sisters who have departed from the faith. May I share your good news with others who have never heard the gospel. May I lovingly receive the verbal blows of those who speak against you. Give me the wisdom, knowledge, and strength to counsel those who doubt you as their Lord and Savior. May we be your missionary disciples who seek to share the good news of the gospel with all we meet. The Ninth Station Jesus Falls for the Third Time Admonish the sinner. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. How many times will Jesus fall on the way to Calvary? Do his guards wonder this very thought? Again and again he falls. Perhaps he slipped on wet stones, perhaps tripped by the uneven surface, perhaps his exhaustion has become too much for him to continue to Calvary. We know that his burden is greater than the weight of the cross, for Jesus is carrying the weight of our sins as well. No matter how many times he falls, he gets up and resumes his journey to his crucifixion and our redemption. Jesus, 
again and again, I fall on my journey as your disciple. Again and again, I sin. And yet, your forgiveness is offered again and again. Help me to remove the wooden beam from my eye so that in love and mercy, I can help to remove the splinter in another's eye. When I correct others, may I do so with the love you showed the woman at the well, Peter who denied you, and Paul who persecuted you. May I forgive others and so reflect your forgiveness that you offer to all. May we be centered in the mercy of Jesus as we approach others to help them find their way and follow the truth of the gospel. And may we, no matter how many times we sin, get back up and seek forgiveness through Christ our Lord. The tenth station. Jesus is stripped of his clothing. Clothe the naked. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you. Because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. The journey to Calvary is complete, and Jesus is about to be nailed to the cross. The final thing of this world is taken from him. He is stripped of his clothing to die die naked on the cross. Yet they cannot strip him of his divinity, his dignity, his love for us, and his desire for us to be with him in heaven. Jesus, show me how to let go of things in this world so that I may give in charity to those in need. Give me the courage to live with less so that others can have clothing, shelter, food, and drink. Guide me so that I give to the organizations who serve those who live in poverty in this and other countries. May I seek to clothe the naked, both near and far. May we listen to the guidance of Jesus so that we recognize the needs of others before our own. The eleventh station, Jesus is nailed to the cross. Forgive injuries. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you. Because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. As they pound the nails through his flesh, the executioners have no empathy for Jesus. They perhaps see the pain register on his face. They may hear a groan of pain from Jesus or one of the others being crucified. They do not care for they are indifferent to the pain they are inflicting on those to die on the crosses that day. And as Jesus' cross is raised and the full weight of his body is felt on the nails through his hands and feet, Jesus is enveloped in physical pain. Yet his mind is clear. He knows what he will say. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Jesus, teach me how to forgive others as you forgave those who nailed you to the cross, condemned you to your death, or watched indifferent to your suffering. May I forgive others rather than holding on to grudges. May I freely say, I am sorry, or please forgive me. 
draw me to the sacrament of penance and reconciliation to ask our Heavenly Father for forgiveness, receive His forgiveness, and forgive others through God's mercy and grace. May we always forgive others in head and heart, ask others for forgiveness when we offend or injure, and seek the sacrament of penance and reconciliation where we will receive the mercy of our Heavenly Father. The Twelfth Station Jesus dies upon the cross. Feed the hungry. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you. Because by your holy cross, you have redeemed the world. After three hours on the cross, Jesus proclaims, It is finished. While his body will soon die, what is finished is the old covenant. For with his death and resurrection, the new covenant has begun. The old covenant was with the chosen people of Israel. The new covenant is with all people. Jesus offered his body on the cross, and in this time of the new covenant, Jesus continues to offer his body and his blood for our salvation in the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Jesus, you sacrificed your body on the cross, and you continue the sacrifice of your body and blood in the Mass. May I seek the heavenly bread that I can only obtain in the Eucharist. You feed me so that I can bring your love to others. Guide me to feed others who need food for their bodies and spiritual food for their souls. May I generously give to groups who feed the hungry. May I not waste food. May I offer to bring a meal to a person in need. Give me the strength to invite people to the Mass, the day when they will partake in the Eucharistic banquet of our Lord. May we use our resources, talents, and time to feed the hungry in our community, country, and world. May we regularly partake of the heavenly food of the body of Christ, and may we invite others to the table of our Lord. The Thirteenth Station The body of Jesus is taken down from the cross. Pray for the living and the dead. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. As his lifeless body is taken down from the cross and placed in his mother's arms, imagine the mourners joining in prayer. Jesus teaches us to pray. He prayed alone with his disciples, with those who came to hear him teach, and even as he hung upon the cross. And now, at his death, as he descends to the, to the dead to open for the righteous the gates of heaven, he draws us into prayer for those who have died. Jesus, you teach me to pray and call me to pray for the living and the dead. My prayers for others are powerful acts of faith, hope, and love. May I always engage in prayer for others. May I pray for my family and friends, neighbors, and acquaintances 
strangers, and those in peril. Guide me also to pray for the souls in purgatory. As your missionary disciple, may I take time every day to pray for the living and the dead. May we follow the example of Jesus and trust in the power of prayer, praying every day for the needs of the living and the dead. The 14th station, Jesus is laid in the tomb. Bury the dead. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. Joseph and Nicodemus received permission from Pilate to bury the body of Jesus, and a tomb near Calvary is found. They bind the burial cloths to his body, to the body of Jesus, with 100 pounds of myrrh and aloe, to create a rigid cast around the body of the Lord. They do not realize that within three days Jesus will leave the burial cloths wrapped neatly in the tomb and emerge in his risen glory. Jesus, may I reach out to those who mourn with your compassion and mercy. Guide me so that, as I gather at wakes and funerals to support those in grief, I also witness belief in the resurrection of the dead. Give me strength to console the sorrowful in my community and those who live far away. And, when my beloved die, Help me accept the compassion and mercy of others. May we support those who mourn as we gather to bury the dead in the sure and certain hope of the resurrection. Heavenly Father, the way of the cross is central to our lives. Jesus took up his cross for the salvation of the world. May we lovingly take up our cross throughout our pilgrimage of faith. The journey towards Calvary was, was your son's journey of mercy. May we gratefully follow the way of the cross as we offer gifts of spiritual and corporal works of mercy to others. By praying in the footsteps of our Savior Jesus Christ during these stations of the cross, may we be drawn by the Holy Spirit evermore to live to lives of Christian service and charity for the sake of the kingdom of God. We ask you this through your Son, our crucified and risen Lord, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Wonderful. This has been Deacon Mark Creechy of the Diocese of Crookston. He, uh, these are the Stations of the Cross. He wrote The Way of Mercy. Again, you can go back to podcasts from March 31st and April 8th. He explains them in two sections. Uh, and we just have like a minute or two left here, Deacon. What else would you like people to know about these stations? I love how you always tie in missionary discipleship as well. What else would you like them to take away from today? Well, yes, this was put together as part of our Going Forth as Disciples ministry. All Catholics, in virtue of our baptism, have been called to be missionary disciples. Mm -hmm. And so um, even Christ in the way of the cross has shown us the way to bring his mercy to the world. And uh, it's been a pleasure to pray these with you, Tim, Mm -hmm. and with all the listeners today and, and also around the Diocese of Crookston as we've been praying these this Lent. So true. I, I love how, I, I, just quickly, the inspiration that, is, that came along. Just tell us the, the, the Holy Spirit moment when you said, ah, 
Well, as, as we put together going forth as disciples, we've developed all sorts of prayer opportunities, and we thought well, it would be a good Lenten one, and, of course, Stations of the Cross. And I always wondered, you know, 14 works of mercy, mm-hmm. 14 Stations of the Cross, somebody must have written a, a way of the cross based on that. I couldn't find one. Mm-hmm. And if any listener knows the one, let me know. Mm-hmm. But uh, So about a year ago, I started writing these stations, and then, of course, reviewed by a number of priests and deacons and bishop designated somebody to review it. And uh, so it's, it's been um, a, a beautiful thing to put these together with um, so many wonderful people helping me. We appreciate that. It's such a great blessing. And thank you for saying yes to the Holy Spirit as we go. Could you close with a final blessing for us, please, Deacon? Yes, as we are in this happy and blessed Holy Week, may you always be drawn closer to God, especially in the Tridium Masses um, and celebrations. And so, may Almighty God bless you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Deacon Mark Creechie, thank you so much for saying yes to the Holy Spirit, and keep on being open. We appreciate your time. Tim, great to be with you. All right, God bless you. Thanks so much. Coming up next, you may have heard of a little rivalry up and down the Red River Valley, this uh, NDSU-UND thing. Well, we're going to talk about that next. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Thank you.